Hi, everyone. Welcome to Ultimate Awesomeness Universe podcast. And we're on our 20th episode, so. Wow, big milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's me, Steven, and my co-host, Zach. Hello. Yeah, so Richard couldn't join us this time because he hasn't seen Joker, so he didn't want to get spoiled for the podcast. So this will be us two this time around, and it's been a pretty busy week for me, so. (laughs) It has, yep. Me too, but I'm hoping this is the last busy week for me for a while. Yeah. This was the last week of my semester. At university, so yeah, pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I think I noticed I went ahead. It's actually episode nineteen, and not episode twenty yet. Nine. Ah, uh, what are you, what are you doing, Stephen? Come on! <laughs> I thought we'd hit a big milestone. Damn. I know. Right. I said episode <laughs> nineteen, not twenty. I jumped ahead of myself. Oh boy. Okay. All good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this one, the first news we're going to start with is Spider-Man MCU news. Okay. And this, they, they said that Tom Holland was the one that actually helped to get the... He was the one to actually help to get Disney and Marvel together. Not Disney and Marvel, Sony and Marvel together. Yep. Okay. I I heard this one as well. I'm not sure how much I believe it, though. You think so? you're not sure to believe it that Tom Holland actually yeah. put Sony and Disney? I mean, in a I'm sure he helped, but <laughs> I think there could be a little bit of their like, hey, look, Spider-Man's, he's Spider-Man in real life. He's helping. Look at him go, you know? There could be a little bit of that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also another report that that it was not Sony that came with the twenty five percent deal, right? Marvel it actually, proposed that. Yeah, it was Marvel that proposed that, and they okay. They didn't want to get that false information leaked out. I mean, it did get leaked out, but yeah, they they decided to correct that, and it was actually Disney and Marvel that came up with the twenty five percent. Okay. Instead of the instead of Sony doing yeah, so it wasn't Sony that. Because I remember it was news reports that Sony is the one that came with the 25% stake. Yeah. That was actually Disney's negotiation. <laughs> okay. So I guess Sony were the villains of this story. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as we get more Spider-Man and we're not left with his identity is revealed and then nothing happens after that, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I am happy about that. Yeah. It's just that I don't like this whole I don't like this idea that that Spider-Man's gonna be jumping across to that Spider-Man I means that Venom universe, I guess you can I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Sony's universe. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely not gonna be good, we know that much. <laughs> and what if what if the Morbius movie and the Venom 2 movie bombs? What are they gonna do then? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Surely they just give everything to Marvel and be like, "That you can have twenty five percent, just make us good movies, <laughs> or something like that." You know? Yeah, 
Because I'm pretty sure the only reason that they were being a little bit tight about it was because Spider-Verse and Venom did so well. Yeah, but I think Venom only did so well because they said it was part of the MCU and people just jumped on that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now it's confirmed it's not part of the MCU. It's just a separate universe that Spider-Man is going to jump into. Yep. And now that people know that, I guess they might not watch it. (laughs) I mean, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Because, yeah, just give it to Marvel. (laughs) Like, it'll be better, probably. Oh my god! Yeah, so, yeah. I know it was a, it was a messy deal, but I'm excited to not have to hear too much about it anymore. It's done. Yeah, and John Walls is returning for Spider-Man Three. He's gonna to do this. He's he he's definitely coming back. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, good news. Because they decided to get him to sign the contract to have him. Do the third one because yeah. before he didn't, he wasn't contract to do the third one. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I it's guess. good to have the consistency. He's sort of built up. Yeah. This story of Spider-Man, so let yeah. him finish it. I really want him to finish it, and I'm hoping it's to be an interesting take. Of the yeah. Story. Yeah, if, I hope they figure out how to have Spider-Man out of this universe. That he's yeah that'll be interesting to see how they handle it because i think they'll leave it somewhat open-ended so that yeah. in case sony do fuck their end up uh they can just bring him back to the mcu yeah so yeah yeah all depends It'll be cool to see how they do it. on the people <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god I just, I just hope they fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not alone in that. Yeah. And, okay, so the next news is WB did not invite the press for the Joker red carpet. Okay. Media press. And... Fair <laughs> yeah, they didn't invite them on the red carpet during the premiere of Joker. Yeah. Because so the whole thing with media is getting... It went bananas. I mean, it went bananas after the movie even... Yeah, exactly. ...came that on. He started saying, oh, it's an incel movie, it's a white supremacist movie. And I'm like, no. Yeah. It's none of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... They were really just trying to will something bad to happen, I think. Yeah, pretty they much. Wanted a, they wanted a story. Yeah, they wanted a story. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got a story in terms of the one the movies told, which was really good. Yeah. Just not the one that the media wanted. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a whole, I don't know, it was a big stupid fuss about nothing, really. Yeah, it really was. Because especially after seeing the movie, we'll talk about it later, but uh, there really isn't all that much worrying stuff in there, I don't think. Yeah, and I did get the security. I mean, not in, in my, there was security in my movie theater, but 
Yeah, okay. See, that's funny because there was nothing in our one. Like, oh. me and some friends went. We had bags with us. They didn't check them. We oh. just went in. Yeah, you know, there was nothing at all. Yeah, they were just checking people's bags and that was it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, they didn't even do that. They just, yep, you've got a ticket going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually had security in mind. Okay, that's crazy. But nothing happened, so... Everything went okay. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think there has been yeah. anything happened because there hasn't been any news report of anything happened for the Joker movie. No, I haven't seen anything. I yeah. doubt anything will happen, you know? Yeah. It's- yeah. And the movie already went way past its budget, so all that media trying to like make this movie fail is too late already. Yeah, it's sort of... It's probably helped it, if anything. Yeah. Free, free marketing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the bad publicity actually made it go yeah. even to more more money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why my boyfriend is right. There's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <sighs> yeah, because it's making absolute bank, this movie. It's doing really well. Yeah. I mean, look at Wikipedia. It has... Five hundred sixty-three million in the box office. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's doing it's doing very well. That's a lot. Yeah. Because it was it was I imagine it was pretty cheap to make. Yeah, I kind of figured they'd make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a thing though that um it was like Warner Brothers weren't confident it would make money, so they split the production costs with someone. So now they have to split the profit profits with them as yeah, well. Right. Um, Warner Brothers weren't sure that it was going to make money, so they split the profits with, with someone else. I don't remember who. Oh. And so now they have to give half the money it makes to them as well. So they've oh. sort of shot themselves in the foot with that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. All right. I have to look that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly sure it's a thing. I saw it yesterday, oh. I think. So. Okay, the next news is Stanley's daughter Sue Powell Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. What was what was this one about? No, she sued them because they were using him as an intellectual property. Okay. Because I remember they were there was one thing they were gonna make a Stanley cartoon for children. Right. Okay. And I guess I'm not sure. And she's not happy about it. She was probably not happy about it and. I remember that there was always problems with Power Entertainment with Stan Lee because he yeah. they were trying to like get money out of him like many times with the yeah they even wanted to get I think it was something that they want I forgot what it was but but she did sue them to to get rid of them having any owner any ownership of his property so okay I think I think Power Entertainment might go away if they don't have Stanley's name attached to their company anymore. Yeah, well, it's definitely a big, big selling point for them, you know. Yeah, because apparently Stanley had filed a lawsuit against Power Entertainment in 2018. They right, but it was dropped. So okay, after his death, I think his daughter jumped. Jonah Lee decided to sue the company after his death. Okay. There's one thing. This is the only thing I'm glad about it because I really did not like the money. I mean, this company making money off of Stan Lee because I know Stan yeah, Lee had a lot of troubles 
with this company and I don't think yeah. it's right for them to actually make any more money off of him. Yeah, it, it's in very poor taste. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think, yeah, no, definitely probably get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, you know, the people running it trying to profit off him. Yeah. And his death, you know? Yeah. That's like, yeah. Okay, well, good on her. Yeah. So the next news is that Marvel Zombies is being renamed. Right. What's it? Uh, what's it? Do we know it's new now? They calling it because before it was called Marvel Zombies Respawn, and they decided to change it to Marvel Zombies Resurrection, and they did not specify okay. the reason for the change. <laughs> so it pretty much hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's a limited series coming out, and they decided to call it, instead of calling it Respawn, let's call it Resurrection. Yeah, just two R words that sound the same. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Don't really change the meaning of anything. <laughs> that's, yeah, it really uh, doesn't. Yeah, that's interesting. It's coming out October 30th. Okay. And Granny says, the story describes as when Galactus Corpse appears at the edge of the Earth's solar system, the Avengers, X-Men, and Fantastic Four investigate. Too late, they discover the Galactus body is now a vessel of interstellar terror, which one by one transforms Earth-minus heroes into the universe's most terrifying predators. I mean, to me, it's just like the same freaking goddamn concept as DC's. Yeah. They go get Marvel and DC ripping off each other. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> it's just has a less punny title. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I know Mar- they made Marvel Zombies before, but this story specifically is feels like it's biting off of the, the DC's one. Yeah, because it has to do with I, technology making them into zombies. Yeah, I, I feel like. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I feel like the DC one sounds more interesting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I don't know. the DC's one I've been reading is. is oh, I don't like it that much. Okay. It was it was like the technology was like the cell phones was turning people into zombies. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't um, read who actually cool. made the technology to... Maybe yeah. into zombies by just using their phones and stuff. Okay. So I had to read more into that. Okay. So the next one is Watchmen cast revealed. The Watchmen TV series. All right. And this is for the. This is a prequel TV. Yes. Huh? Is this this shows a prequel to the to the novel? No, it's not a prequel. It's uh. It's not a prequel. It's, it's just a an sequel. adaptation. See. Okay. It takes place after okay. the movie i think i'm not sure but right it's supposed to be like some what happens after watchmen yep okay yeah and they have regina king as sister knight uh, yep they have yeah oh god i'm gonna be terrible with this these names. <laughs> i'm not just there. looking at these names <laughs> yaha abdu martin two the second yeah be, okay Kyle Arbar. I don't know. <laughs> and they have Jeremy Irons. Wow. Okay. 
and he's gonna be is probably who you think it is, which is I think <laughs> people have been thinking is Amadeus, so yeah, I'm thinking is Amadeus. Yeah, yeah, that's a big name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they have Gene Smart as Lori Blake. Okay. Hong Chow as Lady Silverall. Yep. Louis Gossett Jr. as Will Reeves. And Tim Blake Nelson as Looking Glass. Okay. That's about it, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what to think of this show as of yet. I mean, it hasn't come out yet, so let's see what happens when um, it comes out. Yeah, for sure. It's. uh, And I really don't know what to think about the casting list because... um, the characters that they have here are not really familiar characters I know watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, if I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if this is the main cast, I just really don't know what to think of the show, what it's gonna be. Because yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what is it gonna be to be honest. Yeah, but I'll keep. Know. It could be interesting. Yeah, it could be interesting. I I didn't like the trailer, but yeah, sometimes trailers don't work out so well. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I'll check it out when it comes out and see if it's actually entertaining. Okay. The next news is that Ruby Rose has been injured while she's been doing Batwoman. Okay. How did she? How did she manage that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it says she survived the. Uh, major onset injury threatened to leave her paralyzed oh boy that's that's pretty full on yeah she, in the instagram post the actor said she had herniated two, uh, herniated two discs in her spine doing stunt work and a unspecified project okay yeah so she had an injury and she mm-hmm. had an emergency surgery because she was on a risk to becoming paralyzed. That's very that scary. That's a couple of months yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, the good thing is that she's okay now, so. Yeah, that's very lucky. Good on her. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm glad to do. I'm just saying it shows dedication to her work to actually get injured. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This. She's she's definitely going, going all in. Um, yeah. I think that's why doing your own stunts is kind of risky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She yeah. She almost would have had to end up playing Barbara Gordon instead of Batwoman. Oh god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> yeah. She would have to become Oracle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. That was him yeah, okay. It's just funny because <laughs> <laughs> Before Batwoman was actually a character in the comic books, I read that that character was technically supposed to be Barbara Gordon. Oh, really? And it was way back a long time ago, like in yeah, okay, in the early two thousands. Right. They were actually making a character. The, the, they was making it as like that when Oracle gets her. This is before New Fifty Two. That um, yeah, she's gonna regain her ability to walk. And become Batwoman. Okay. And it was like some Alex Ross story that had it on Wikipedia. I okay. It was very we- weird. It's like, because it was like, no wonder, no wonder when I first saw this character tease, like in the early 2000s, I always, I always, I thought that that was to be Barbara Gordon. And yeah. 
you find that when the book came out, you find out it was not Barbara Gordon. It was yeah. Kane. Yeah, because it was like it said in the, in the Wikipedia, it says that according to Alex Ross and Rough in the Rough Justice, that's the story I was going to call. They designed a darker version of Barbara Gordon. And it was for the animation, and they wanted to use that design. Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting. He wanted to. He wanted Alex to design an evil barber who cured her polarisis from Raja Ghul's resurrection pool, but Turner twisted. And however, the plot was never used for the animation series, but instead became a design for the modern version of Batwoman. So that's pretty interesting how that all became a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So she was originally supposed to be Barbara Gordon, but they changed it. Okay, that that kind of makes sense actually. Yeah, someone tell Ruby Rose that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you could see so many people because so many people have gotten confused with Batwoman. They keep thinking it's a Batgirl show, and it's like, no, it's a different character. Yeah. Even though dude, that character was supposed to be Robert Gordon originally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a that's a fun little bit piece of trivia. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So the next one is a Kingsman trailer. Yeah. Which I I did really like this trailer because I did I the I didn't see it on the internet at first. I saw it in the Joker movie came out. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they had that. They had a Kingsman trailer when I was watching Joker. Right. I actually like this Kingsman trailer better than the other one because this one actually showed what the story. Yeah, you get a little bit of an idea with what's uh, what you're in for. Yeah, and it looks like it might take place during like World War Two or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very. Yeah, there's a lot of war stuff going on in it. It's um. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really tell though. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess World War One. That's my guess. Yeah, I was thinking World War One to be honest. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty early. But Yeah. Yeah. I mean I kind of wasn't on board for a Kingsman prequel at first, but Yeah. This this looks like it could be a little bit of fun. Yeah, it does look pretty fun. Looks very yeah. interesting to see a different a very different Kingsman movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so if it's gonna be if it's gonna be good, I'm all in. Yeah, and I wanted to know the history of yeah of how Kingsman all started. Yep, be very interesting. But I really did enjoy the trailer. It was really fun. Yeah, it's it's probably almost got me on board for this movie now. I think. Yeah, that's good. I think. Yeah, well, no, if it's fun, I'll definitely go see it. It looks looks like it could be yeah. good. Yeah, I really am looking forward to it and see how it works out. Yeah. The next news is the Spawn is Spawn broke a Guinness record for for longest indie title. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, because his his series last is it hit three hundred one. Yeah. A few weeks ago. Okay. He broke a Randy, He broke a record for celebrating the honor of three hundred and one. So I guess it's an indie comic that had 300 issues but never reached 301. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I guess so. Yeah. But he, he apparently beat the record of having the longest indie comic. Wow. Yeah. That's that, pretty interesting. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Probably well-deserved, too. 
Yeah, it is well deserved because it's been lasting a very a pretty long time, and yeah, he's the one that started the whole indie comics trend. I mean, his company, Image Comics, kind of. I know it used to be like they used to have a universe of characters, but after a while, it started not becoming mm-hmm. a thing anymore, and Image started making indie comic books. And yeah, right. I know other companies started jumping on that as well, but yeah, they the one that Image is the one that started the whole indie comics industry, which is interesting. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I actually like that he got this award for breaking that record. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, very good stuff. Yeah, too bad well, I never well actually. I never actually read Spawn. <laughs> Me, me neither. <laughs> but um, yeah, everything I've heard is good. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good stuff about Spawn, and I'm surprised it's lasted this long because it's been yeah. long since the '90s. <laughs> yeah, it's very long. Oh man! So the next one is that uh, Tom Lyle has been in a coma, which is he's a comic book artist for right for comic books back then. Yeah. And he had apparently he had he had a um he got into a coma because he had an aneurysm. Oh damn! We've really gone to the other end of the the spectrum in terms of news here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to put that, but yeah, <laughs> he was it was an artist. He drew. He was known for drawing three three Robin limited series with Chuck Dixon and. As well, creating the co co creating the characters spoiler for DC, and yeah. he's the one that designed the Scarlet Spider hoodie and tights costume for Marvel Comics. That's interesting. I didn't. Know okay. That. Wow, I actually yeah. like that costume a lot. So yeah, I don't yeah. know if he, there's any chance of him surviving this because most people don't survive an aneurysm. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's upsetting. Um, we'll wish him hope, though. Good luck. Yeah. And, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, he's done a, quite a few things. I mean, he did draw Airboy, I guess, for Eclipse Comics. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. He wrote some Punisher books. See, because I'm not really that familiar with him. I just, I know he's done a lot of old school stuff, and I was yep. reading comic books in those times, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too familiar with it. Sorry to talk okay, about I that. Did. Yeah. Oh, and there's no update on it yet so far, so. I guess, <laughs> see what happens soon eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Okay, well wish him well then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's hope let's hope he pulls through. Yeah. The next one is Warhammer Comics is recruited is Yeah, Marvel's making Warhammer comic books. Okay. They got That's the pretty license cool. to do Warhammer titles okay. in late twenty twenty. Okay, so it's a while off, but 
okay. I like Warhammer a lot, so that could be Yeah, my good. boyfriend likes Warhammer a lot too. Yeah. Um, it's uh it's good stuff. They said that in this article it says from Newsarama, they said that Warhammer used to be published by Titan Comics. And I guess okay. now they have to now yeah. Marvel has the license for it. Yeah. Which I think that would actually make it I don't know, make it more popular or something in any um, way. <laughs> it could, I don't know. Does Yeah. Does the Marvel brand on a comic make it you know, how much more popular does that make it just having that? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause I remember uh, the Star Wars comic books when they first, when they came back to Marvel they were actually selling more than what they had at the Dark Horse label. Yeah, okay. I never read the Dark Horse um, Star Wars comic books. I don't know to compare which is better, to be honest. So, I've been reading the yep. Mar- I've been reading the, of course, the Marvel Star Wars comic books, and I like them so far. So yeah. I don't know what Marvel would do with Warhammer, but I'd like to see it. Yeah, it could be something good. Yeah, too bad I'm not that familiar with the games. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend is, but I'm not. I mean, I know I know they are video games, but I don't yep. I haven't played any of the games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He plays he really plays with the 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 one that looks like Diablo. I forgot which one that yep. was. Yeah. Okay. but yeah that one he plays that one a lot so it's pretty interesting to see that (laughs) alright so so the next news is is not there's no more news for now (laughs) I just realized we're already done with the news that's all the news yeah the next one is the Joker movie now we gonna discuss about the Joker movie. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it's been out for a couple of weeks, so I, I suppose we can just go right into spoilers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if you haven't seen it, then maybe maybe watch it and come back. What are you doing? You yeah. Know? Just seen it okay. already. So it's been uh, out three weeks already. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what's, uh, what are your thoughts on it overall? I actually like the movie. I had a tough time with it, to be honest. Okay. Because I wasn't sure to like the movie or not when I first, when I, after, after I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Because I was really kind of confused with what was going on, and I wasn't sure I liked the take of the story, to be honest. And... I don't know. My boyfriend kind of helped me analyze what was going on in the movie because I was figuring that the when I saw the the final scene where Joker is in the I don't know what to call it, but he is in the I guess Arkham Asylum. Yeah, I think so. He was talking to a psychiatrist. I was thinking that the whole entire movie was in his head. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, go ahead. Yeah, that's the thing with this movie. There's, there's a like, there's a very large aspect of is what you're seeing real. Yeah. Because as we know, some of it, 
definitely isn't real. We just don't know exactly how much is and isn't. Yeah, we don't know how much is real and not real. Yeah, because even, like, towards the end when, like, the police car crashes and he's standing on top of the roof of a car and, like, all the people are around him and that sort of scene, I was like, that's so, like, out there and, like, unlikely of happening. So I was like, maybe that's in his head or it's exaggerated or something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Because the thing is, what I figured that Joker is an unreliable narrator. And I yeah, think the exactly. movie's pacing was on, done on purpose. Because I didn't like the pacing of the movie, like how everything was in there. And it just felt very right. clear. But I figured out that was the okay. point. Yeah. It sort of, yeah, it was sort of paced and and framed in a way to make you feel really unsettled and yeah yeah it very it felt like joker was telling the story to the therapist at the end yeah exactly and with him being an unreliable narrator it's actually how the movie actually felt like so it kind of made sense to me yeah maybe it could just be like you know most of it happened but that's what we see is how he saw everything happened it might not be yeah exactly how it played out yeah and it's yeah. like you're you're watching the movie in joker's perspective like that's what you're doing yeah exactly it's just pretty interesting yeah well there, there like isn't a scene that he's not in yeah that's true and what i found interesting because now that i thought of the theory of the of the joker movie like it's all in his head that yeah it kind of makes makes sense that because you know how everyone sees themselves as a hero of the story. No one actually sees them as a villain. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. As you can, the reason why Joker is... I feel like Joker is displayed as a hero because that's what he sees himself as. So since you're yep. seeing the story from his perspective and in his head, you're seeing that he actually views himself as a hero of his own story and that's why I think they displayed him as a hero in this in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That could be Yeah, that's why I kinda yeah. understood I mean that's what I was thinking. That's why they chose to display that kind of viewpoint. Because that's yeah. what he's seen in his head. He's not really a hero, it's just in his head he's views Yeah, like anyone hero. watching it knows he's not the hero, but <laughs> Yeah. He frames himself as one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It is pretty interesting perspective, to be honest. And Yeah, there's a there's a very good argument to be made for that. Yeah, and what I noticed is like I know there was like news reporting that Top Phillips did not put anything from the comic books in this movie, but that's total lie because Yeah, there's, there's a lot there. of things from the comic books. Yeah, and so I don't know where that report came from because even he's admitted like he tried to do some of this stuff. Yeah, I really don't know where that news report came from, but I know I heard it somewhere. Yeah, like yeah, it's just very interesting, and there has been universes where Joker has been portrayed as a hero. Yep, and I remember 
I never read the storyline, but I remember that there was a storyline that in it was before the New Fifty Two. It was there was a storyline where Jason Todd was traveling with to different universes with I think Jimmy Olsen or something like that, and Donna okay. Troy. It was something like that, and they were they went to a universe where Joker was actually a good guy, and yeah, right. His name was a jokester. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not the okay. first time Joker has been put this play as a hero in DC history. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting that maybe there is some influence with that. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting about this movie is that it actually did speak a lot about mental illness. Yeah, it really did, and and how how people uh, with them are treated. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It, to be honest with you, I did feel a little empathy with the Joker in this movie, but I don't agree with the things that he does, but yeah, I do understand yeah. why he went down that path, and I could see yeah. why someone was Yeah, well, it's there. asked for the empathy, because he's just constantly beat down by everyone around him, and it's it's often unjust. Yeah. So it it's is. like, you, 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 do, you do feel bad for him in certain situations, but then... He start as soon as he starts killing people, you're like, all right, don't feel that bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can relax a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to agree with the things that he's done. It's just yeah, exactly. understanding with what why he would go that way is yeah pretty interesting and for sure. I did like the I did like a lot of things about this movie that there was like a good time setting for it because yeah and the thing is the movie was taking place in the 1970s and it was filmed in New York and was interesting I mean the reason why I feel like that's a perfect time setting because New York was already I know it's still a bad place but it was really bad in the 1970s <laughs> yeah yeah because. I know there's like references to a uh, taxi driver. Yep. In this movie, and if you do watch that movie, you notice that it takes place in Times there. Square, and yep. Times Square in the 1970s were like really fucked up. I mean, now it's like rich place. It's no longer like that at all. So yeah, it's totally yeah. different Times Square. But Back then, it was like a bunch of hookers and pants. Yeah, right. And yeah. There was a lot of... It was a lot of... It was very hoodish type of place. And yeah. <laughs> I can understand why they decided to take the movie in that place. So, in that time. Yeah. Period. So, it shows an example of corrupt Gotham. And I did think that that was interesting how they set it all up. Yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, I did I did like it a lot. And another thing is that I I now that I was understanding that the movie takes place in Joker's head, I was starting to think understand why Bruce Wayne was in the movie. Yeah, it I was, was thinking that that was Joker's obsession with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and and I I don't think that. I don't think that story actually took place when he became the Joker. I was thinking that was just his obsession with Batman and he knows what happened to him. So he has okay. some like, memory of the things that happened when when his the, the death of his parents. Right. And 
I was think because the thing is in the comic books in the New Fifty Two, Joker did find out Batman's secret identity, and he yeah. uses it as leverage. Like he starts kidnapping Batman's family and do terrible things to them. Like he did a some terrible things to Alfred just to get at yeah. Batman. So yeah, he he figures out their their secret identity and. He started taking advantage of that. So I guess in this universe, he probably knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne. And he has this memory of him as his obsession with Bruce Wayne. And Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's why Bruce Wayne is in his movie. Because it's just his obsession with him. It doesn't mean that it's technically real. That okay. they interacted or anything. Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, because it is weird to have Bruce Wayne in here, especially when they're saying, like, it's it's a one-and-done type of thing and it's not related yeah. to anything. If it doesn't go anything anywhere, it is a weird thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now that I thought of that in perspective, I decided to uh, think that's just an obsession with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he remembers all the things that happened to him when he was a kid because... The thing is, when Bat- when Bruce Wayne's parents got killed in the alley, it was a, it was a it was in a news it was already in the newspaper and everyone knew about it. Yeah. Or in the comic book universe, yeah, everyone knew about it. So I wouldn't be surprised that you know that Joker even knows about that story when when it came out. So it's just like now that he knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne, he is obsessed with him and he knows that story. That happened yeah. when he was young. Yeah, so... And then, I'm not sure if... It's a lot, like, a lot of interesting things with the comics. And I'm not sure to believe the Thomas Wayne story. Yeah. Because I know that... I mean, it was already... The, the story was already viewed as, like, it was fake. Because, fake because his... Joker's mother was delusional. And yeah. Yeah. That was even interesting how... This whole entire time, we found out that that <laughs> that uh that jo- Joker's mother was crazy and delusional. That she made up all yeah. the stories about Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And saying that the Joker was adopted. And yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure. You just didn't buy it. Yeah, I didn't buy it either. I didn't think that he was <laughs> Bruce Wayne's yeah. brother and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. it does put also, an interesting story story in there that he was adopted and yeah. you kind of understand why he went crazy because like his his parents I think maybe have abused him when he was young and yeah yeah it definitely definitely went into that yeah and it makes you think that maybe the the laughing thing that he thought that he did in the movie was like a defense mechanism for his okay for his child being child abuse when he was young yeah because because the laughing is is like it's a real thing yeah i've heard it's a real Um, thing yeah i didn't really know about that no me neither so it's uh that in in itself is a very original thing for the joker that yeah i wouldn't think to do in in a million years so yeah yeah, it, it takes a lot of liberties, but 
It's good. They really make Thomas Wayne a, a bit of a prick, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they did make him a bit of a prick, and yeah, it kind of makes sense because yeah, yeah, there has been certain universes in comic books where, like, I only read the 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 comic book of the Telltale games from the right. I didn't play the video game, but there was a yeah a comic book that was talking about Deadshot. Like it, it did a, it was a redone origin of Deadshot. Okay. In the comic book, in the Telltale games, and yeah, I really did like the origin of the of Deadshot in there. And yeah, another okay. thing is that he has a Batman Telltale's comic book series. It was a mini series, and apparently there was a story with the funny thing. It was the thing is Deadshot's parents when they were when they were young i mean the the parents used to beat them and thomas wayne knew about it he never did anything about it and okay yeah apparently uh that shot one revenge on bruce wayne because he's the son of thomas wayne yeah. so right wow <laughs> yeah that's okay. why yeah and in the comic book you find that out and you do see Batman struggling to find out that his father was such a bad man and he did a lot of tragic things and he yeah. didn't re- he didn't realize that until he got older. So it's a different first concept of what if Thomas Wayne was actually a bad man and yeah. Bruce Wayne got fooled into thinking he was a good person and then he yeah. finds out that he's a bad person and yeah, so yeah. deal with the consequences it's, it's a, what his father did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good way to pull the rug out from under Batman for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of things that's borrowed from comic books and like from different universes and. Yeah, exactly. I thought that that was so interesting to even read about, and and I also did I did read a. A story and I remember the New 52 there was a whole bunch of villains one shots and the Joker yeah. one was about Joker's mother always abusing him when he was little. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking they took the story from that book and put it in yeah. here. So yeah they put yeah. a whole bunch of things in here together and like made a cohesive story which is pretty interesting that's a lot of that's one of the things i liked from this movie and there was one thing i was kind of disappointed about because <laughs> i know that they went the opposite direction with the killing joke story yeah yeah and it's just it, it's just weird how they they because the thing is in the joke in the joker movie you find out that joker falls in love with he falls in love with with this the the woman i forgot her name already jesus christ and you find out that that was not real yeah and i was hoping for it to still be real because i was because i do like that story from the killing joke where he yeah um and and yeah and his girlfriend yeah (laughs) so yeah Another thing I wanted to talk about is yeah, I was kind of hoping for the story to, for the for him to have the girlfriend to be true because 
Yeah. I was kind of hoping for them to follow the storyline where in the killing joke where he falls in love with this woman and he ends up losing his job and he was a failed yeah. comedian. Yeah. And he had to do some dirty deeds from the from the mom. Yeah. And yeah, I was hoping for that and and another thing was that see I was hoping for that and it was kind of sad when you find out I find out that the whole story was not true. Even though it does kind of make sense yeah. that it wasn't true because Yeah. The girl I mean his the the, the girlfriend she she's like falls in love with him too quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and like, like such he, a weird and when he way. like Yeah, he like sort of like breaks in the first time and just they immediately start making out and whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah, so it makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, and oh, is her name was Sophie in this one. Yeah. And what was interesting is that this time around, that his the the, the they meet the girlfriend into like a single parent, which yeah I wasn't expecting, and you know the daughter, yeah yeah it was an interesting it, thing, yeah I suppose it makes it it uh more shocking when when they do reveal she's not like their whole relationship wasn't real, yeah because he sort of snuck into their apartment. <clears throat> And yeah. he's just sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> that was so creepy. And she's like... Yeah. It's um, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I need you to get out of this house. This is way yeah. creepy. <laughs> yeah. You find out that the whole relationship was not real. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed with that, with that part. And, and I started to realize... To, I got over it once I figured out that the whole movie is inside his head. So yeah, it can always happen. Like maybe some of it did happen, and maybe not the way it's told. Yeah, yeah. Like he probably could have gotten with this woman that he met, and but it happened differently than what ha- what he thinks in his head. So yeah, you can take any interpretation and. I like to in my in my self in my own storyline of the Joker. I would I would think that he actually still got where I mean that he got with her and yeah maybe that she got into some dementia and not remember him or yeah right <laughs> or maybe <laughs> he didn't stalk her or any it like anything could be real or fake in this movie and that's why I like yeah, it exactly. so much. Yeah. You can actually make your own interpretation and yeah. whatever you want to choose. And I think that's kind of the the fascination with Joker's story is that you can always have your own origin story of what you think happened to the Joker. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's nothing super new, but it it's it's a it's refreshing for the movies. Yeah. Yeah, it it's it it's very hard to sort of decide what is real and isn't it's yeah i don't know but i like to believe that everything was real in some shape and form but it's just that isn't that it didn't happen the way you see it happen in the joker movie yeah that's that's what i think yeah (laughs) is there anything that you yeah i'm cool with you that 
that you um, about this movie? Yeah, I think I think we agree on most of it. I think I I really didn't see the reveal of her like as much as it makes sense. I didn't see the reveal of her being their relationship being fake. I didn't okay. see that coming. I oh. think <laughs> I didn't see that coming either until the yeah. end, until it happened. And then well, when I, I think when I saw I was like, oh, okay, now it makes sense why she wouldn't go like make love with him when she stalked him and doesn't Yeah. It seems kinda of weird. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think what they do well, like, even though the overall plot, like the basic beats, you you know where it's gonna go. You know he has to become the Joker and we know that he's gonna go on this talk show and everything. But how he gets there and all the parts in between I thought were fairly unpredictable. And it caught me off guard a few times, like like even the first time where he shot the Wall Street dudes on the subway, mm-hmm. like when he when he shot the gun the first time, I I I didn't exactly see that happening in how I did, and every every time he does shoot someone, it feels very like you know Todd Phillips does a very good job of making it feel impactful. Like yeah, you know, every gunshot is like something serious, you know? Yeah. What was interesting is that my boyfriend was talking about this, how he was that the Joker was so accurate with his shots. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking yeah, maybe this he all knew happened, what he was doing. This all happened in his head because he's like he was so okay. precise with the with the shooting. It's like perfect accuracy and it's like he never yeah. missed. It's just okay. like That's he's like true. a good yeah marksman for shooting and it's just like (laughs) it was so weird yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah Yeah. that was just it was just good it was like given we knew like that he had to become the joke and we knew we knew where everything had to go it was I, I think it was unpredictable in how it got there so I really enjoyed that and, yeah, yeah, and and like the two dudes that came into his apartment. Yeah, that was that was like like oh even then God. you you saw he had the knife. You knew exactly what he was going to do, but it's still shocking when he does it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really <laughs> it's just yeah, it's it's hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I noticed even that like those parts those parts even borrow from the Killing Joke because. Yeah. You notice that, I mean, even the Killing Joke, there is a story where these two guys make him do bad things. And and in this movie, you see two guys making the Joker do bad things. And he lost his job by the prop. I mean, you know, the gun that's... Oh, my God. (laughs) I was not (laughs) expecting him to, to, like... Drop the gun in the children's hospital. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you done yeah, wrong. That was, <laughs> yeah, there was there was a lot of really awkward moments for him like that as well. Yeah, that and what just, was yeah? <laughs> what was a bad excuse that he said there was a prop? I was like, oh, maybe you should have yeah. never said that. Yeah, that yeah, because <laughs> people are really gonna think you're crazy if you. You say that that was just a prop for his, for yeah. His I was like, I mean, as if he wouldn't be saying like, well, 
I got the absolute shit beat out of me last week. I've got it just in case that happens again. <laughs> like that's a you know. <laughs> oh my god! Any any other excuse? <laughs> yeah, he could have just said that that was that was his self defense gun, but apparently he didn't yeah. think of saying that. He just said it was a prop gun, and I'm like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it was interesting how eventually he doesn't give a shit anymore at the end, and he's just like, "Oh hell, yeah, loose." Yeah, and and I sort of felt like as the movie went on, and he sort slowly started becoming the Joker more and more. He stopped. stopped he started caring less. He stopped. You know. Yeah. His forced laughter also died down. Yeah, I noticed like, that. As he, yeah, like once he was the Joker, and he just didn't care what anyone thought he like i don't think he really ever had any of his forced laughter i think he had a forced laughter in the beginning it was, I just that yeah oh it yeah it started yeah, to sure. becoming something he didn't care about and it's just yeah something he it happened way meant. less yeah yeah like every time he laughed he actually meant it after yeah. at the end yeah exactly so yeah he started becoming who he really was where you Slowly started becoming a monster. I think that's what yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but yeah, it, it does say a lot about mental illness and how they're treated. Like yeah, how people with it are treated, especially back then. And this guy's just sort of got the perfect storm of lots yeah. of things have, are wrong with him, and lots of things have gone wrong in his life. And yeah, yeah, and. The only reason why I kind of understood from him because I used to get beat up from my father and right, I dealt with child abuse and I I it does damage you in kind of sort of some sort of way. Yeah, it's like serious point, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> child yeah. abuse is not cool. It really isn't. And yeah, don't do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all parents out there, just don't do it. It could really mess up child's head, and it's just yeah. I never thought of going to the path of the Joker. Of course not. That's <laughs> yeah. a little too crazy. I would hope but... not. <laughs> <laughs> but it does put you in a very like low self esteem state with yourself, and it's just yeah. It really messes with you, messes with you. You really don't. You really lose con- confidence in yourself, and yeah, you start not to believe in yourself, and you do become. You do try to have like a defense mechanism to stop trying to remember the time, the things that happened to you when you were little. Yeah, and and you can see that in the movie as well. Like when he when he's told about it, he just doesn't believe it. He doesn't remember it. He. Yeah. Almost chooses not to, you know? Yeah, it's like he chooses not to remember he was abused. Yeah. You could see that he was. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And this movie does does speak a lot about mental illness and how it's treated in society. And I I actually do believe that it's it's treated that way. Like, a lot of people don't care about what they have, what they say to. So people who yeah. deal with mental disabilities, it's like, yeah, most of the time people don't believe you and yeah, exactly don't care about your mental health. Yeah, and it was like, because I remember even the boss like didn't believe any of his 
yeah, exactly. problems and it he was, was kind of cruel. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, even that's like, right. even like this, the therapist didn't like. Yeah, she didn't care. care. She was much. she was clearly just there. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like it's not just him falling that what made him fall into this dark path. It's the people that around him actually fell into that dark path. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Like, like he he can't. You know he's he's not gonna be able to stay stable without support. And so when everyone takes that up, not only they take it away, but they abuse and beat him down in life because of it you know yeah it, it justifies his arc as, as extreme as it is yeah it does kind of justify i mean i don't know justifies the why he went yeah. down that path what well, his actions aren't but yeah the, <laughs> you understand how he gets to where he goes yeah 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 you start to understand why he went there and you can see why yeah. it was someone do that yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think it was a really good movie. Um, yeah, I would give it an eight. To be honest, I th- I was give it a yeah. seven, but the more I understood what was going on, I gave it an eight because it yeah, actually. Yeah, I, I think I'm story. right with you on. Yeah, I'm right with you on the eight. I think when I first saw it, I really liked it, and then I started to think about it more, and yeah. I probably started to see some of the flaws with it. But when when you consider the fact of that it's him telling the story and how unreliable and unstable this character is that you can't trust everything in the story. So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm right. I'm right with you on the eight. It's really good. I'd, I'd recommend yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I recommend everybody watch this movie because they can learn a lot from it. Oh yeah, with the mental illness thing. Yeah, and it is something that that should be talked about because. There always been, there has been a lot of mass shooting in the world and yeah and no one has ever thought to take mental illness seriously and mental illness is one of the reasons why these things happen and yeah well m- most of the people committing these sorts of crimes would have they're clearly not stable people so yeah and if you know, go ahead. Yeah, I think I think that's part of what the movie's trying to say. And if if we can treat these people better, it won't fix everything, but yeah, it, it could help something, you know. Yeah, and also it means sometimes people around these type of people are contributing to the the effects of mental illness. Like, yeah, I remember in the Florida shooting where the the child that was, he was the reason why he did the things that he did, like shoot up the school, is because people were bullying him and no one ever did anything about it. So he decided to take it out on them, which by killing them. Yeah, which is definitely not the way to go, but yeah, he was clearly someone that needed help and wasn't getting it. Yeah, and I think it's this movie is telling people that you have to be careful with your what you say to people and you know be yeah. more you know think a little bit more em- with empathy like try to like f- put yourself in someone's shoes and try to understand yeah. why they think this way or why they why they need help in their mental disability or illness yeah 
and you can help them become a better person instead of going to the other side of the the other side of the world the other side of the head and go to some dark paths yeah so it's a pretty interesting movie it makes you think a lot and yeah it definitely made me think a lot i couldn't honestly i couldn't even think of an opinion on how much i like the movie for quite a while (laughs) yeah it's it's a lot to process yeah it really is it makes i that's why i do like about this movie it made you think a lot about everything yeah i think uh i think it definitely shows the route that i think dc are going down and i think they should is of with these independent stories yeah they should go with this yeah and for sure i would like um, to see uh a lex luthor movie like this yeah okay yeah i know a lot of people have been talking about that but yeah they they should be making a they should make a lex luthor movie like this yeah if it's if it's made well that could be really cool yeah because i remember there's a story where there's like a graphic novel story where luther is president of the united states i never read it but a lot of people keep speaking about that one yeah so yeah that'd be interesting to see a luther movie like that like the joker yeah okay yeah so yeah i think they can do a lot more movies like this it'd be interesting yeah, it's 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 definitely. I definitely think they should they should do more stuff. Yeah, along this line. I don't know, but it was really messed up how the the guy in the in the the late night show that was he was like he like publicly humiliated the Joker. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when he rocked up in clown makeup. Yeah, yeah, and then when he rocked up in the clown makeup on the night of the clown riots and everything. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, the people were, the people that really mess with Joker were pretty bad themselves. Yeah, exactly. And like even the guys that that beat up that, they were picking on that woman and the train. It's like oh god, like that that could have got very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have gotten very bad if Joker, yeah, author didn't actually do anything. Yeah, it could have. I mean, granted, it, it's it's still got bad, but yeah, it still got bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that the girl would actually, oh, the, I mean, the woman would have had. Something that happened to her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's definitely what it was implying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, it, the movie does does a good job of that where it's showing that there there's two ways to look at or two sides to look at everything in this yeah. movie and, and neither of them are... Yeah. Are all, there's never always a... This right is or the, wrong. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it even like tells you that the law is not always particularly right on everything. That there's yep. certain things yeah. that just that are kind of wrong who turns the law. So yeah, it's just pretty interesting. It's like a lot of interesting perspectives for this movie. I really did like it a lot. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. And I did like I did like Joaquin's Phoenix. 
as a Joker. He did a phenomenal job in this. He one. was, yeah, yeah, for sure. He was really, really good. Yeah, he was spot on. It was just yeah. amazing all the way through his performance. Yeah, and I wasn't. What is it? Yeah, I wasn't really expecting him to do that well. Like it was really good. I was. I still like Heath Ledger better, but. Yeah, I think is, I'm in the same boat. This is because Joaquin has sort of had the advantage of having two hours to himself to yeah. do this. Yeah, but yeah, he's like the second best Joker okay. for me, to be honest. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. I mean, in terms of movie acting, but you know, Mark Hamill yeah. is always the best for. for me. Oh my, yeah, he's he's unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just really it was a really well done joker i really liked it and yeah it was pretty interesting that he actually lost weight for this movie i was like wow yeah a lot yeah yeah i was like wow <laughs> at least it's a good thing yeah. he's back to normal weight now but damn, yeah because just... he looks he looks very sick and unhealthy in the movie yeah it was and my friends are talking about the movie for Christian Bale and the one, the movie from Fifty Cent and how they went through that transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting to to see how actors actually go that far it's for a movie. It's just yeah, it's a lot of crazy it's dedication. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Yeah, I did like that dancing scene in the stairs. That was okay. great. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of dancing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh for sure. Oh my god! And there was like very dark, off-color jokes. Oh my god! Oh yeah, the scent joke was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I, I really in liked when he was way. in the in the comedy show and he's like laughing at all the wrong moments. Yeah. He doesn't like he doesn't he just doesn't get it. Yeah. And then like so he's writing in his notebook what he thinks is going on. It's yeah. Yeah, it's very twisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, really, really, really good movie. I I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. So I think that's enough about the Joker movie. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, um, uh, I'm not sure. We uh, we went over it pretty good there, I think. Yeah, and I also didn't. I thought it was pretty funny that the the midget guy couldn't. Yeah, yeah. couldn't open the door, and he was like so paranoid. Yep. Oh my god! Everyone was yeah, that was that funny. Part. <laughs> yeah, oh that was. God. Yeah, a lot but yeah, that was that was some really movies. great dark humor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dark humor in here. It really makes you yeah. laugh in the most uncomfortable moments of your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I did like it. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about the comic reviews that I've didn't get to okay. review last time. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Let's so, do it. The next, this one is gonna be is gonna. I'm gonna review the Terrifics number eighteen, and this one was was all right. 
and I didn't like the story too much because it trying to it kind of rushed what was going on. Yeah, I would give it like a seven point five. Okay. This mainly had to do with because the thing is, this is villain like he was like a Galactus kind of villain. Yeah, because they had like because the thing is, the Terrifics were supposed to be like a like a type of rip off of the Fantastic the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And they decided to have villains that were like similar to the Fantastic Four villains. Okay. And this one was decide they decided to have it like Galactus, and there was like. Galactus and Silver Surfer kind of like characters. Right. The character is called a New Sphere, and the the other character that's like Silver Surfer is called Pixelex. Sure. Apparently, uh, they had this virtual reality kind of world, and it was made by Simon Stagg, and for some reason, the AI got self-aware and started using started abusing his power to try to get knowledge from people like anybody who plays the game yeah and kind of like yeah he tried to get infinite knowledge like he was the the ai was obsessed with knowledge and he wants to know everything about the world yeah and that was actually killing people and in the story you do find out that mr terrific was trying to was trying he f- uses one of his um his Use one of his T spears to give him infinite knowledge, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why I did not like the story. Because instead of destroying the AI, they decided to let him feed off the 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 T sphere forever, and he just he just goes away because he's he got the knowledge that he wanted. Yeah. So yeah, so that thing is like feeding him forever. And I just don't think that's going to work forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of weird that he did it that way. And I didn't sort of like that. And okay. it was kind of yeah. rushed. And it was really messy the way it ended. And Yeah. And I did not like the whole Plastic Man thing because... It was kind of weird because the thing is, Plastic Man was like losing himself because, like, oh, like they were infected by the by the new spear, and they were apparently they had to, like force the the evil little Plastic Man things to get back inside Pla- Plastic Man, and he recovered pretty quickly. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of weird. They really didn't explain how he was able to recover from that it was really i don't know i didn't like how it was done yeah okay yeah i really did not like the story and it was okay it wasn't terrible but it wasn't the greatest that's why i gave it a 7.5 because yeah i was still entertained by it but not not totally it was just all right okay and it looked like they rushed it to get to the next story because it was going on for a little bit too long. So they looked like it was. They just tried to try to yeah. end it. Sure. So I think they, best to, they did the best they could and end it. I just don't know if I can look forward to the next story because I know the next story is going to deal with Bizarro and I don't. 
like them to i'm not sure if bizarro is gonna be a villain i just hope he doesn't because i'm not sure this will be the same bizarro from that earth because the new 52 is actually portrayed as a good guy and i don't know if it'll be that interesting if he just turns into a bad guy and I don't know. I don't know if it, if I should look forward to the next issue, but I'll see how it takes the story. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and the thing is, what bothers me is that Simon Stagg created this thing, and he just he doesn't even get in trouble for it. They don't arrest him or anything. It's just they just save his life, and that's pretty much it. I think he should yeah. get some type of punishment for making this AI that's. Get self-aware and just like absorbing knowledge from people, <laughs> killing them because he's not a good man. He's a terrible person. Yeah, you find out in this comic book that he's very—he's pretty—he's like a bad businessman that just doesn't really care about people and he just use it for wealth. So yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I I, w- I wish he could have gotten blamed for his crimes. Yeah, nothing really actually happens to him. Yeah. Okay. And I really don't like that there's an argument between Mr. Terrific and his wife. Hope she doesn't leave the team. It looks like she might be and they're leaving the team because she didn't because he didn't trust her to actually defeat the new sphere and they started having arguments about trust and it looks like she's probably leaving the team. I'm not so sure. I have to just wait until the next issue. Yeah. So I'm hoping that won't happen, so I don't know. There's a lot of things that like make me feel hopeless about this book, <laughs> but I I I hope it's still I still enjoy it because I know they changed the writer from Jeff Lemire to Jing Lu Yang, and he's not that great. Okay. This book. Yeah. I like enough. his writing in other books like Avatar, but for this book, it's not. I don't think it's working out for me because it became more action packed. Than more than st- story driven, and I don't like type. I don't like books as action packed. I like story driven books. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think uh, in, in in comics, yeah, I, I think story is much more important. Yeah, <laughs> story is more important than action. Yeah, um, for sure. So the next story, the next issue I'm gonna be talking about is is the Secret Wars annuals. There's like four of them. I didn't even know there was five of them. This is like a five issue mini series, and it's there was there was one with the first part was with Iron Hammer, and then the second part was Weapon X. I mean Hex. The third part was Ghost Panther. The fourth part was Arachnite, and no, no, no. The first part was actually Social Supreme. My mistake. And the fifth part was Iron Hammer. Oh God! <laughs> so yeah, they this is like their the um, where they combine the Marvel characters into one character. Yeah, okay. It's like, the, it's like the amalgam kind of thing with Marvel and DC combined characters. So Marvel did decided to do something like a homage to that. Like they decided to make, combine. A bunch of Marvel characters. They did this last year, and they were popular, so they decided to make a new one for this year. And it was okay. This one was—I give it a seven point five as well. 
for the entirety of the story. It's just the pacing was very rushed. I didn't like that, and I wish that they could have not paced it so quickly. And it was very cluttered and rushed story. I I noticed they were just like trying to fit way too much stuff in, and that kind of bothered me a bit. Like I was trying to enjoy the story, but they just kept putting stuff on top of it because like in the i know the source like each issue had a story where they fight a villain and after they defeat the villain they deal with the main story arc which is the thing is um the thing is that this world gets this world ends up being inside the soul stone and the soul stone is breaking apart and these characters have to try to fix it yeah, and try to make the world run again. Like they try to repair the soul stone at the end of the story. So that's what these ho- these five issues talk about. Them trying to recover this world that they live in, and each story started with them fighting a one-off villain. Like I know in the Sorcerer Supreme, they were fighting like some. They was fighting. They was fighting. I gotta check again. Yeah, Soldier Supreme. There was, they had a. I know they all had a short story. There's a short story with him fighting Baron Zemo type of character. I forgot. Yeah. It's like a female Baron Zemo. I forgot what character she's mixed up with. Because these okay. are all combined characters, and yeah. that's what they were doing. And um, there's also a one-off story in the beginning. Where you see him fight, I think is Hella. Yeah, it was like a Hella and Madame Mask kind of character combined together. And yeah, at the defeats that he, uh, no, he's fighting. Ah, god damn it! I'm trying to like look through this. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, it's just that each character fights one villain for like. The first five minutes of the book, and then they go deal with the main story where they try to recover the soul stone. And it's just like it just yeah, it's way too much to pack in. And I didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot for one issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they did this for each issue, and it's just like yeah, yeah. Soldier Supreme is fighting like a battle. Um, it's like a Hela and Madame Mask character. Yeah. They had to fight and then after they defeat okay. her, they had to deal with this story where they're trying to repair the Soul Stone. And then you find out that he fights, then he fights Iron Hammer. And it's just, yeah. the reason why you find out he's fighting Iron Hammer is because one of the villains, like um, Red Skull and Mystique, and they were like, Making them evil, they'll make Iron Hammer fight each other, and then he, they find a way to break off, and they get the other heroes to try to stop this Soul Stone from from yeah. destroying the from it getting destroyed. See, there's a lot to pack in, and they they did it yeah, really messy. Sure. <laughs> it was giving yeah. me a headache, so that's, that's why. I was, <laughs> To get seven point five altogether, it was all right. Yeah, okay. It's ambitious. 
it was very ambitious and i noticed yeah. it was a lot to pack in and okay but i did there's one thing i did like i said they made more characters that they combined together which is very interesting i did like that a lot and yep. i i noticed yeah they just put a lot of story into this and it's just became real okay. messy i think next time they should calm down on the stories and just like just give one story not three stories yeah. in one issue <laughs> and just like let's pack yeah. this all in <laughs> Each issue has three stories, and it's just yeah, that's insane. It's really insane. It really is insane, and there's a lot to to yeah to gather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next one is I'm gonna be talking about is is uh, is uh, American Cars number nine. Okay. And. I really did not like this one. I gave this one a a six point five. I really did not like how the story ended. It just didn't work for me. Yeah, because I did not like how it turned out. Because uh, you find out that the main character Richard Richard Wright he ends up he ends up letting the he ends up making his lawyer to meet up in this place, meet up in the house, and he ends up killing her. And I didn't think he would go into that path to actually kill her because the thing is that the the she has a daughter and the daughter is pretty innocent from this case and it's just Yeah. It's just that it's gonna be uh the thing is what's crazy is that he ends up killing the 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 mother and then he takes the daughter for himself like he's gonna yep. raise the daughter himself right i mean it's just weird that after i mean he was planning to raise a daughter for, it's just weird that by the end of the story he ends up killing himself so like what was Ooh. the point of yeah. killing the mother and leave her okay. alone with her the thing is he leaves her along with the father and it's just like the father is a cruel man himself. He's a, like he's a white yep. supremacist and it's just Yucky. Yeah, he he likes to <laughs> he likes to kill black people and it's just Ooh. <laughs> he, okay. he he has this like white supremacist group and it's just pretty cool. awful how this book ended in a kind of I didn't like the way the story turned out for me. It was, yeah. I didn't like that the hero gave up in the story and just started killing the the lawyers. I mean, that he started killing the because the thing the the father the there's a I mean he's a white supremacist and he's running for for mayor. Yeah, and he was. His daughter was a lawyer for this guy because this guy ran into some issues with killing a. Um, he killed someone by accident, and they were accusing him of racism and all that stuff. And that story's totally forgotten about. It's like you never see any court cases with this, and I thought we were gonna see that. And that story just doesn't go anywhere. 
it just keeps yeah. evolving with the conflict with with to stop Jennifer and when Morgan just he just ends up I just don't like that he killed the he killed the daughter of of this of this of when Morgan the guy is running for mayor mm-hmm. and then leaves this leave her daughter motherless and forced yep. live with the father I mean not her grandfather forced to live with her grandfather who's just an evil man as her mom and it's just like you didn't solve oh, anything in here it's just yeah terrible it's just a lot of sad people <laughs> yeah it's very terrible storytelling i didn't appreciate that i thought yeah, this could okay. be because i was liking the first eight issues and it just like fell off track here this sure. is the final issue i didn't yeah. like how it actually ended it was a really bad ending and i was yep. kind of disappointed about it and i didn't think that the the character would go to that dark path and it just didn't make any sense. It's like, why would you kill her to kill your and then kill yourself afterwards? Yeah, it doesn't that's... make any sense. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a lot of. It's just, ah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like a like a very good hero for the story. Well, <laughs> He's he... doing a lot of murdering and suicide. Well, he doesn't kill himself. His his friend actually kills him. Okay. Yeah, but it's still... I just still didn't like it. Because he's like... He lets his friend kill him. And it's just... Pretty bad altogether. I really didn't like how this yeah, story sure. turned out. And, yeah. And it's just pretty bad. Because it's like... What I don't understand is that she could have arrested him. Because the thing is... He doesn't have a gun. Or, and he just stands there and lets her shoot. And like okay. It. it was pretty bad. Yeah. I didn't like how it ended. I wish they could have done more with this, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah, well if it was um especially if it was good before the finale. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> so so yeah. I don't know, and I don't and what's even weird is that nothing happens to the woman that actually shot her friend. And it yeah. just the story ends from there. It's just don't like how the way it was ended. And could have just they could have done one more with this, and I didn't like. Yeah. It. To me, they felt like they were rushing it because the book got canceled in nine issues, and I was kind of disappointed they couldn't complete the story. They probably the way they wanted to. So yeah, I was really disappointed about it the way it ended. So, okay. oh, well, I guess they did what they could do. I don't know, but I was really looking for. I was really looking forward to the end of this, and it just didn't turn out the way I would have enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's disappointing when they don't stick the landing. Yeah, and this is another one I didn't particularly like too much either. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's a lot of books I just not didn't like this time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bad week for comics. Yeah, it was Domino Hot Shots number five, which is another final issue of the series. Right. And this one turned out to be uh it was okay. I give us I think uh six point five to seven point oh. I just didn't like 
how this one turned out either. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that it had to do with a story where uh, there was just like this dangerous artifact that Domino and a whole bunch of heroes were trying to protect. Yeah. And not let the government get into, like, or not let it get into the wrong hands of anyone. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it does end up going to the wrong hands of somebody. And yeah, what bothers me is that they're trying to fight this thing. And you end up seeing a character that left the team, White Fox. She left, she leaves the team like in like issue of maybe I think like three or last issue, issue four. And the thing is, she yeah. comes back to the. Yeah, she comes in. She comes back to the team to give this artifact to Domino to fight the other, to fight the villain of the story. And it's okay. just like, it doesn't make any sense to me because the thing is, White Fox wanted to take the article, the artifact for herself, and the thing is that they were both fighting each other for the trust of the artifact. Yeah. And they didn't want to. They don't want, and they didn't want anybody to touch it. They wanted to keep it in a place where, where is no one can actually have it. And it just bothers me that Domino ends up still taking the thing for herself, and they said yeah. it's too dangerous for anybody else. You see, you see them fight each other to cross out the issues about. Who should have this weapon? And it's just like... It gets okay. really... Ugh. It's like Domino ends up using the the artifact that everyone is so worried about that they can't trust each other to have. She yeah. ends up using it for herself to fight the other villain. It's just like... Kind of selfish in a way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... you know, it's, it's okay for you to have this artifact, but for everybody else? No. And yeah, it's like what makes you so special for you to have it and not everybody else. And it just seems, yeah, kinda, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like how stories portray like only the main characters right and everybody's wrong. So, yeah, okay, and kind of put it in that kind of light. And I just didn't like that. I just hated the constant fighting back and forth with these characters. It, Really kind of yeah. bother me with it. Yeah, but, fair enough. Yeah, at least the art was was good. I that's what I that's the only about positive thing I can say. And this yeah. one, this issue is more mostly action packed, and I didn't yeah. really like it too much. Okay. Yeah. And I was really kind of hopeful for it because I actually did like Domino the solo series and I know it got canceled in in 10 issues and they decided to right. give they decided to give a mini series with with a whole bunch of team members cuz the thing is yeah is is Domino Outlaw Diamondback White Fox and Black Widow yeah and I forgot what the other character's name was but anyways so yeah, I just didn't like how the story turned out and it just wasn't working for me. So that's why I gave it a 
It was okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it could have been done better without all the constant character arguing about who <laughs> should have the artifact. It really got annoying. Yeah. And okay. then in the end of the story, Domino ends up using the artifact to fight the villain herself. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Disappointing. Yeah, I don't like constant drama for every issue, and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> It's like stop yeah, arguing and get enough. on with it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Alice Bear was the character that I was forgetting. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was okay. It's just I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right. The next one is Justly okay. Dark Annual Number One. All right. What we think of this one? I think this one was was pretty much. I did like this. This is like the only issue I really did like a lot. Okay. We got this a good one, one finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like this one. And yeah. I get this one an 8.0 because it's really, it was a really good one. I did. The thing is, Constantine tells Swamp Thing to, to you know, be a hero again. And yeah try to solve a case for himself because yeah sure he was he was down in the like he was feeling bad for himself because the green is not around anymore and he wanted to feel like he needed to help somebody and yeah they go into a story where a guy that um he ends up gaining the power to be like the powderment of flowers. Yeah. Like so I guess he controls flowers, like Okay. Yeah, and uh, the thing is how he gets the the powers I I think is because the thing is him and his wife had lost a son and they were trying to the thing is the father were trying to do experiments to get his son back. Yeah. And the wife didn't know about that. She ended up... Because the thing is, she ended up falling in love with somebody else because she ended up, like, separating from her husband because her husband was reminding her of the son way too much and they had to separate themselves. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, eventually uh, the father goes to his dark path of recreating the son and manipulating his wife into his ex-wife to thinking that she can have a child again like there's a child yeah. that goes that comes up to her door and she ends up raising it because it's like she was a a band supposedly she was abandoned from the, the child was abandoned from from their parents supposedly and you find out it was just it was a kid that they even the the father created with the flower powers. Yeah. It, was a, it was not really his son. And the thing is, he was he was manipulated by a villain in this story. And Swamp Thing is trying to stop that from happening. And he ends up not being able to stop it from happening. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah. a, it was a son that, that... It was a boy that was actually... <laughs> they ended up adopting and they find out it's not real. Yeah. So yeah, it was a pretty interesting story, and you see this 
you see this one character the swamp thing could have saved and he ended up not saving and yeah it's pretty sad and the the guy ends up cause the thing is that the the man when he finds out that he actually did the bad stuff that he did he ended up killing himself and didn't want the power anymore to come to the part okay. of flowers and swamp thing was able to save the guy's wife the guy's name was olander he became the yeah. Parliament of Flowers, and the villain that was manipulating him was Floric Man. I'm starting to remember the, the names now. <laughs> I hate when I <laughs> don't remember the names until later. So, yeah. yeah, it was a pretty interesting story. I kind of actually made me feel bad for the character and what they had to go through. And Okay. It was an interesting story, and to see the Swamp Thing couldn't, like, save this, tra- this story from, I mean, this story from happening is just pretty sad he tries his best to to stop this from happening he isn't he ends up losing so yeah it's pretty interesting yeah because Floric man actually beat the crap out of swamp thing and the old the olander just felt bad and just killed got himself killed and let someone else let the villain that was manipulating him become the parliament of flowers. So now the villain has new powers. Yeah. Now so all Swamp Thing could do was to save the wife and just return home with Constantine. So yeah, it was a pretty interesting story. I did like this. I gave it an 8.0. And I can't wait to see what happens with Floric Man. Now he's a parliament of flowers. What he does with this new power that he has. And see what yeah. what challenges it brings for Swamp Thing. So, I really did enjoy this one. Okay. Uh, the next one is the last one is um, Red Hood and the Outlaws, and Annual Number Three. Sure. And I did not like this one too much either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even why because I really don't I haven't followed Red Hood and the Outlaws for quite a while. After yeah. Artemis and Bizarro left the book, I've not been liking it, and yeah, I decided to drop it. But I decided to pick this one up because it tells you what's been happening to Bizarro and Artemis. For yeah, it tells you that they were in another world, that they've been trapped in another world. Because I mean, when the when they leave the team, you see them get stuck into this door and after they get sucked into this door you don't see what happens to them and Red Hood thinks yeah. that they're dead so you get to find out where they where they went inside of and they went to another world and in this yeah. world it's like all the superheroes are dead and the reason why is they're dead is because Lex Luthor created some type of thing that some type of bomb that that exploded and make the, all the heroes died and all the civilians have powers and turn evil and destroy the world. And yeah, I just did not like the story because it felt kind of very rushed. And what bothers me is that Arnim's and Mizarro finds out about this world. And then it, what bothers me is that they meet these characters in here that, that were that were civilians and they gained powers. I think that's what it was. And 
it fast forwards into like six months later, the story, and they're with these okay. heroes and they're fighting Lex Luthor. And that's where they find out Lex Luthor was involved in this plan. So I just didn't like how it was fast forward to the to the future. And when they could have didn't that was unnecessary to do and I yeah. don't think they needed that to tell us the story. It just the whole fast forwarding thing was unnecessary for me and it was not a well done story. I just didn't like this and I wish yeah. it could have been written better, so I give okay. it a six point five as well. It was okay. I just didn't enjoy it that much. And apparently at the end of the story, Bizarro and Artemis as they're going back to their to their the world that they come from, so he was able to defeat Lex Luthor and and Okay. Turn the world back to normal, I guess. Well, they didn't turn it back to normal. They just defeated them. That was pretty much it. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. It's just... Yeah, so... It was an okay story. I just didn't like it too much. I'm just glad that the Bizarre and Artemis are gonna be back in the main Earth and hopefully run into Red Hood. So, hopefully the chance yeah. to be the book for the book to be good again. Yeah. So, yeah. That was pretty much it. I okay. think that's all the books I read. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. At least there was one good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was only one good one. The other ones are all, yeah. all okay. Okay. So is there anything with you? So, got the one. Okay. I'm surprised we managed to get time with the Joker review, but um, I actually this week, uh, I've read it before, but I decided to go over and reread Old Man Logan. Because I watched Logan a few weeks ago. Oh. So I thought, you know, why yeah. not why not give Old Man Logan a read? So Yeah. And it, it's good. I mean if there's anyone that hasn't read it by now. <laughs> I haven't read the which is which which old man Logan did you read? The the original one? Like the Yeah, the original one, the Mark Miller one. Oh, okay. I didn't read that one. Yeah. How did you Oh really? No, I never read it. I only read okay. the, the the newer volumes where he is in the main six and six universe and gets stuck there. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well this one's really, really good. It's oh, wow. yeah, it's not crazy long. It's just he sort of he sets off on an adventure across the US with a blind hawkeye. <laughs> Oh yeah, and I know this is a blind. This is a blind Hawkeye in this universe. Yep. Yeah, and it's like America's sort of been sectioned off, and each each area is sort of run by a different supervillain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's there's it, they get into some absolutely insane situations. Yeah. Like I think probably the weirdest one is like. Where he lives and where he goes back at the end is, like, controlled by the Hulk, who's turned evil. Oh, wow. And he's got, like, a weird incestuous family. And it's really? just... Oh, Yeah, God. it's really, really weird. But I've apart from... It. Go ahead. Yeah. Apart from that <laughs> one weird aspect, it's, it's quite good. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, probably, I won't spoil it for you, but because... 
Oh, I really, I, I really <laughs> I recommend really it. I know about certain things already, though. Oh, okay. I learned that Mysterio was the villain for this book. No, uh, like mis- nah, Mysterio. I don't even think Mysterio's in it. He, I thought he was in it because I remember he's. Yeah. Uh, I got to. So I heard Mysterio was in it, unless it's a different one. That could be a different one because it's got the Hulk in this. It's got Red Skull as a pretty big villain in it. Yeah, so there's there's Nazi stuff as well. Uh, they find they find like an old Iron Man armor. Oh wow! It's oh, because they said there's a story part where Wolverine kills every one of his X Men and the illusions were created by Mysterio. Yes, I think oh, that could be it. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, but it's got like there's a section that's run by Doctor Doom. Oh yeah, because think... old man Peter Quill does talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cause yeah, it goes through Wolverine killed a lot of yeah he killed a lot of uh, the X Men. Yeah, yeah. I would like to read this someday in the future because the thing is, I've read the old man Logan in the six on six universe, and he goes back to his own universe. I started okay. the story isn't finished yet. I'm still reading it and. I yeah. read Old Man Hawkeye, and I've been reading Old Man Peter Quill, and they just like okay, they've been slowly like digging building more up into yeah, building this universe yeah. of Old Man okay. Logan, and it's pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it's a it's really really good. It's got Spider Woman's in it as well. Yeah, I heard about that Spider Woman's in it. Yeah, and it's Peter Parker's daughter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she falls yeah. in love with Hawkeye, something like that, I think. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, well, I probably was wrong. <laughs> I'm just trying <laughs> to, like, hear know the things from what people say. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 really, really good. All right. Yeah, it's slowly just sort of, like, it starts off, like, Oh, like, like it's in a weird universe, but it starts off somewhat tame and it slowly just ramps up and ramps up and it gets, by the end, it's just the most balls to the wall crazy thing ever. So, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. All right. I'll make sure to check it out myself. Yeah. Someday. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's only eight issues. It's not too bad. <laughs> An eight issue yeah. arc. I think I could check that out myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely recommend it. It's 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 not very long. Yeah, it's um, it's good. I well, I recommend that you check the the other Old Man Logan stories, the one the new okay. ones with Jeff Lemire and um Ed Bryson is another one because I know they yeah. changed the writer in midway of the book, and they both yeah, right. they both are good writers for the series. I did like it a lot. Yeah. So it was one okay. of the best series that came out. It it lasted for 50 issues. It was a pretty long time. Right. And they, I remember, I mean, Ed Bryson decided to uh, make a 12-issue story that concludes the, the chapter of Matt Logan returning to his, his universe and solve whatever's going on in there. Which yeah. I haven't finished reading yet. And I liked Old Man Hawkeye, which is a 12-issue miniseries. Yeah. That was a good one. And I'm not... I'm 
don't know if I'm enjoying Old Man Peter Quill. It was it's been okay. Yeah, okay. I should mention so no one no one gets mad or anything. Huh? Hawkeye definitely does not uh Spider Woman definitely does not oh, no. fall in love with Hawkeye. <laughs> uh because she's Hawkeye's son in this universe. Uh Hawkeye's daughter. <laughs> oh, I was confused about things, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to try to read the so good. I just like trying to see what people were I'm trying to remember what people were talking about. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, but it's 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 really good. It's a fun time. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's a pretty dark universe. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty interesting. So is was that your first time seeing Logan, the movie, or no? Nah, I'd, I'd I'd seen it a few times before. I just oh. <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I I saw it on something, and I was like, you know what? I can watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that movie too. It's like the best Fox movie that was okay. ever done. Yeah. Oh, for sh- for sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's pretty much it. I think. Okay. Is there anything else? I like it. No, I think that's it from me. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Go see Joker if you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to end it here and I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast and there's a lot of things to (laughs) hear about in this podcast. So I hope everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and see you guys later. Bye. See ya.